You're listening to Richard Taplin and Elijah 5000 Bailey, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Blacken Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcasting production company. If you have passion, motivation, and you love podcasting, simply go to Black and Studios on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Email them at podcasts at blackandstudios.com. Remember, it's Black The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.riptapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go, get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay ripped. Three, two... One and welcome back to Oklahoma's favorite podcast. I'm Elijah Bailey and I am Richard Taplin. And we had a huge, I want to say week, but weekend and week combined because there's so many things that happened since the last episode. Uh, you guys really loved the episode that we had Aaron Powell on. He's cool as hell. We had divided yes. up into two episodes because all the content was fucking phenomenal. So what we did is we took that week to appreciate everything that was going on. We both went down to Akon. Mm-hmm. In Fort Worth, Texas Fort this year. Fort Worth, Texas. And we and Shout also, out to Jarvis White. Man, how'd you for, know? I mean, I, I felt it coming. But I want to first give him, he's going to have many shout outs, but I want to first give him the first shout out for just giving, giving us the opportunity to even think about going out to Akon and for inviting us out there. And for we can be able to enjoy the whole experience. Because like, honestly, if it wasn't for him, I don't think we would have we wouldn't have went. No. I wanted to, but I still wouldn't. But yeah, he lit that fire, and then you too. Like, he ain't going. He our driver. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then right before the con, you you apologize on the air. But we'll talk about this here in a minute. <laughs> um, and then right around the corner, right behind that E three twenty seventeen came up, and man, it was. <sighs> It was amazing, somewhat. It was better than what I expected because I, I expect a lot of repeat stuff without okay. without okay. anything new at all, without okay. any expectation. So this year, the one that got me was the Dragon Ball Fighter. Z and, and we're going to talk about this. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk we're about it. Talk about this because I, I got I got I got my own talk. I want to talk about that with too. So. Okay, so before we get into the show, uh, I know I typically do this afterwards, but I have to give a shout out to all these amazing cosplayers that I met at Acon. And since there's so many of them, I'm going to put you all in the descriptions of the show. You that, did have a list in, in your yeah. defense. You did have a and, list, and that way I don't fuck up anybody's names. But everybody that I met was very warm, receptive. Uh, whether it was their first con or they've been to many cons, and it made me feel at home because this was my first con in Texas, my first A con. So, with that being said, the Elijah Bailey Show starts now. And we are back. Elijah, Fi- oh, you know what happened this morning before I go into this? I said my name, my, my new name, Elijah 5000 Bailey, and it made John Stone feel in- inferior. So he has to come up with his own nickname now. He got a bunch of nicknames. Yeah, but they're not like real nicknames. 
and his he doesn't feel like they are. He's like, when you say something like that, I just I gotta get something better because I just the other name just sounds so plain, and so dull, so vanilla. It's all how it's all how you take your, your exactly nicknames because it's like I have like a shit ton of nicknames, and it's all how you feel about it. Yeah, I don't sure. think there's nothing wrong with you know Stone Cutter or Power Stone. It's yeah. probably the nicest thing John would ever hear me say, but <laughs> I'm just being real. Like I don't see. You know, John, just just get some confidence, man. Get some confidence. Yeah, yeah. just like it. I did. Say, Maybe I'm feeling positive today. You are. I did tell him if he was going to change it, John the Rock of Gibraltar Stone. It's a little bit longer, mm. but it gives him. Hey. I would never call him that. Yeah, I mean, but you're lazy though. True. So, but you know, if, you still wouldn't. If call the him king that. is lazy, then you know people got to deal with that. <laughs> and figure out a better way of handling the situation. <laughs> All right, so first things first, Akon. Now, you, like a superhero, flew (laughs) to Fort Worth. Yes. And I, like a regular person, drove. (laughs) I drove. I I hate hate driving, and um, I just don't like it, even if it's right down the street, unless I have to. Like tomorrow, I'm actually going back to Texas tomorrow morning, and I have to drive. Yeah, So, so... you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. But if, if I can fly, I don't care if it's 15 minutes of airtime or 30 <laughs> minutes of airtime, uh, I'll be definitely in the air. Yeah, it was it was fine for me. It was, it was a moment or a three hours of clarity. I got to listen to music, chill out, and relax. So I was cool. Uh, and then when I got down there, I was like, hey, where you at? Well, that's exactly what I heard, folks. It's like radio <laughs> silence, like nothing. But I guess you're still in the air. And no, I was. Sp- I think I was probably I was probably on the ground, dude. But my my phone was completely dead. And what sucked about that is the person I was riding, the person who's going to pick me up, I can't I can't get a hold of him because my <laughs> phone was dead. <laughs> was there any pay phones around? Fuck no! If it was, I didn't change. But no, this actually shout out to this old lady. Uh, she wasn't too old. She was probably like. In her 50s. Okay. She was white. She was real cool. And she let me use her phone. So first I had to call mom because I was the only number I can truly remember. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get Decoven's number to find, to try to get contact him. Mm-hmm. And it was just a loop I had to do. Yeah. But, you know, eventually, you know, once I was able to charge up my phone, that's when I saw your messages. And I think we started texting. Then I was like, mm-hmm. I got to get me something to eat because all this shit's been like super... Exhausting, Hectic, exhausting, and fucking shit. hungry as hell. Yeah, hungry than motherfucker. So <laughs> I got down there and then, uh, not immediately, but I went into Acon and I got there before Jarvis because Jarvis went down Thursday. Mm-hmm. For you guys that haven't been to cons or been to Acon, Acon starts Thursday evening, or, or I guess Thursday, and then it goes all the way through Sunday. So he had been there Thursday and Friday, and I came, of course, on Saturday, just a one day shot. And so I got in line, and there was so many fucking people. I was like. Yeah, oh my dude, god! Like, what? It wasn't. It wasn't bad at all because I was like, there, comfortably. There was probably about two hundred people, a little bit more than two hundred. I was like, I'm never getting through this line. And then maybe three minutes later, I'm like four people away from the front. I was like, holy shit! They had like really efficient. They were telling people. They were talking to people, answering questions in line. So when people got up to the front, they had their license and everything ready. And once I went up there, they scanned my my phone mm-hmm. and got my shit. Nice. Got my badge, went over, bought an Akon shirt, uh, and then started hitting the floor. And immediately before I even found, I text Jarvis, are you here? Didn't really say anything. So, boom, meeting cosplayers. And I ran into um, Amber Cantrell and her friend Kelsey, who was Kakashi and Laura Croft. And oh, from, that was a good picture. Dude, and from there, 
It just started rolling. Yeah, and for everybody out there, you know, go to Elijah Bailey Show um, Instagram page. Uh, I think that's like the easiest way to see all the pictures. Oh yeah, uh, that was taken at Acon. You took some really great pictures of some uh, really good uh, cosplayers. I mean, it was it, they were the ones that allowed us, uh, me and Jarvis, to take pictures. So I thank them, and it was just it was just incredible. So let me ask you this: Did it make you feel like you wanted to dress up? <laughs> uh i think my wanting to cosplay is just internally driven because <laughs> there are some costumes I was like nah nah i don't want to do it but i think it's it's well, so, so you weren't down the year you, you weren't like man i kind of wish i would have had an outfit not this time i was I, I ain't gonna lie. like i was like man i i could have i could have marked my toby outfit mm. and, and I, I think i could have killed it yeah, because there was another red cloud. Yeah, I, I, I saw a couple of them. Joshua, they were. Yeah, I saw a um, Itachi. Um, I also saw a Pain. Mm, yeah, I, I saw, saw pain. I saw a Rain. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that was about it. Did, yeah. I didn't show you uh, the Madara, did I? You hadn't seen him yet. I did not. See, I did see another Madara, him with black hair. Yes, and I that saw dude that one. had his mm. his hair was and had the fan. Yeah, he had the yes. fan. Yeah, that was actually like super super legit. But not not yet. After leaving, I was like, you know what? Like probably like after the rave, folks. Yes, there was a rave in the evening. I was like, you how know was what? it? The rave was all right. Uh, was I, it was it just not that many people there? There was a decent amount of people, but it was just kind of weird. Like some of the people were kind of weird, and then then you could actually see who could dance and who couldn't, because the strobe was making motherfuckers look like gold. And then when them <laughs> lights hit them, they're like ah, like a deer in the headlight. Like I gotta stop. When yeah. is the strobe coming back? Yeah. And then they, doom, 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 doom. but I mean, music was good. Uh, our boy Jarvis, was he getting it? Oh man, you know he's in the Bushido Brown, and uh, so he had uh, ladies on him too. Probably, oh yeah, huh? oh yeah, he he's. He was showing them. We should have caught him on this episode. I know. He's actually in Canada right now. He went yeah, to London. Yeah, and he's in Canada. Uh, hopefully, we can get him on maybe next episode because that'd be cool to get his play by play. Because he has another story to tell me, another traveling story. He said. Hmm. So, but yeah, he was, uh, you know, doing real well for himself. And then yeah, the people doing the Congo line through the rave. And I, I made a Twitter post after it was done. I was like. Is it still in good taste or etiquette to like flinch away from somebody when the lights come on? Like, like oh, <laughs> hey, how's it going, buddy? You are not what you seem to be in the dark. So, but the con was awesome, and we walked all fucking day and met different photographers, cosplayers. Uh, there was a lot of artwork, and I didn't buy art until the very end. And you, you guys had to leave, mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, when. I send this. To, I'm be like, hey, where you at? I got this deal for you, and you left, so you had to wait all the way until I got back. Yeah, but it was a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise because I came back here, my mind was you know, had a nice reset to it, and um, I was able to kind of appreciate uh, everything that happened that mm-hmm. weekend and everything like Me that. Me too. I've been like lighter. Feels lighter since I'm, I got I'm back. I'm back heavy now, but I mean, um, during that week, I mean, during that that Monday, that Sunday, I felt like, dude, all right, I'm, cool. I'm, let me get let me get my <laughs> let me get my focus back. See, I'm still there because uh, there's been a lot of shit that's happened, but nothing's been like. I think something happened like immediately when I got back. I was like, you know what? I had a lot of good news today. That's some shit news as well. And I said, you know what? Dust that shit off and keep going. Yeah, that's what you got to do. So, but Akon do. was awesome. The rave and then meeting RDC World One. Oh, fuck, yeah. That man. shit was so yeah, funny. I really wish I would have. 
hung out a little bit longer on that part. I was so tired. Dude, that's what happens when you fly, dude. Nah, I just, and you have that's to run just around when you you know live my life. Yeah, yeah, but that's true. It it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Hey, but <laughs> you did get some uh, Gundams. You got oh yes, two? I got me and Caden some Gundams. Nice. Uh, I got us. Uh, he got a Zaku Two Shark Custom Edition, and I got Rambo Rawls uh, Golf Edition, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, mobile suits. Uh, is the golf? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's MS08, if I'm correct, and Cadence is MS06S. Uh, the only thing about mine that I wish I could have got, I wish I could got the OF MS or the OF MS teams uh, golf custom prototype Gundam. Uh, that's the one that uh, was featuring the MS08 Gundam team yeah. uh, anime that's now on Hulu, and it looks like they completely redid it. They didn't redo it, but they just enhanced it. Yeah, and it looks Enhance damn, quality, damn, yeah. damn, damn good. Um, but yeah, I got those two, and then I also got Kaden a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog yeah, hack that he that. can fit. And he, yeah, <laughs> I, I just thought it was gonna be too big, but you know, my son got my head, so I don't know why I thought that. It's okay. Yeah, so uh, he he enjoyed it, so he got to come back home because he was out of town for a while. And um, to those two prizes, we're supposed to be uh, starting the Gundam builds tomorrow. Nice. Yes. Yeah. He he. Uh, it, the head makes it easier for me to get him a headlock, so I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, gotcha, son. Gotcha. But, but he's like, he's like, yeah, mama, look, look what I'm doing to Uncle Bailey. And then fucking jumping on me and stomping me. And he can boot the <laughs> shit out of somebody. So for them kids to fuck up, Yeah, he, he was definitely hitting me with some kicks, too. Uh, Will's kind of rasped on the bed, and he was hitting with some front <laughs> snap kicks. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you need I was to... like, good thing you're, you're a tad bit slow, and I can catch your kicks. Because <laughs> he will. Cause I do not want to get hit mm. by that shit. That dude got some legs on him. Yeah, he's been doing good. He He got to see us fight yesterday, and then he's like... Go, Uncle Bailey. You're doing a good job. Like, I'm like, I'm not your mother. I don't need your encouragement. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. So. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so let's do this. Let's take our first pause for the cause. And when we come back, again, shout out to Akon for putting on this fabulous uh, con that they do. Shout out to IQ that I got to meet. He's a Florida um, MC that was down here. Uh, shout out to Jarvis White again for all the things you do. RDC World One. Shout out to Corey Phillips, who was a part of um, an improv. He's a voice actor, but he's a part of this huge improv deal that they did that evening when I went to have lunch with who I'm going to give shout outs to next. Red Six Golden Corral and Gutter Nerds Podcast. Thank you guys for, you know, just making the experience that much greater because Nick Johnson had some, uh, we had some uh, tangled words <laughs> at, at dinner. Me and Jarvis were around, saw the ladies getting on him. And then <laughs> I, you know, I was like, man, it'll be even better if you had a real Afro and we had all this shit going. So Akon was fabulous, but let's take a brief pause for the cause. And we'll be right back with E3 2017. <laughs> Hey, this is Aaron Powell, host of Stupid Movie Tuesday and Aaron Explains the Universe. Check out my shows. They air on Tuesdays and Thursdays, respectively. You can find those shows on iTunes. I hope you guys like them. Leave a review, and I'll read it on the show. Thank you, guys. Hey, mortals, it's me, Captain Ginyu. And if you're looking for the world's greatest Dragon Ball Z podcast, it's got to be Krillin' It with Danny and Ify. Join comedians Danny Fernandez and Ify Wadaway as they sit down each and every week with our new guest and discuss an episode of Dragon Ball Z. 
Make sure to catch all my exploits with Master Frieza just by simply going to iTunes, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at KrillinitPod. Keep on Krillin, Krillers. Wait, Lord Frieza! And we're back. This is Elijah 5000. This is Richard Taplin. After Akon 2017, we had E3 2017. And it what, what sucked this year about E3 was I couldn't fully watch all of it and then get a good feel for the show. Like, mm-hmm. from the stuff that I saw, I was like, okay, that's not different. Okay, that's different. Oh, shit. And then there was a lot of highlight stuff because I'm, you know, I'm up at Sprint now and we have training, mm-hmm. like, for the full fucking day. So while they're doing shit, can't really get on my phone to check anything out. But out of everything that you saw, what were some uh, – you want to start with the Dragon Ball Fighter first or do you want to – because you downloaded the uh, Dragon Ball Hyper. Yes. And that shit is cool. Yes, that shit is pretty cool. Um, as far as you know, are we going to just talk about E3 or just you want to jump right into the Dragon Ball Z game? Either one. Well, as you, everybody know, E3 happens every year um, around this time of year. And this is actually what kind of started the, uh, the studio because that was our first episode was about E3 and everything. Electronic Expo. Yes. And uh, Caleb Masters was out there, that son of a bitch. Yeah. Don't <laughs> get me started on Caleb fucking Masters, dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he was out there. Shout out to him. Uh, just good shit, dude. You, he's, he's, he motivates me to you know continue to strive harder. To be him? <laughs> no, like, no, not to be him okay. at all, but just to strive harder in my own niche. Um, but so, I mean, E3 was, it was, like you said earlier, it was cool because it was a little bit unexpected. Um, yeah. There, there was a lot of, like, I feel like a lot of fluff going on, uh, especially with EA's press conference, uh, which is normally what they do. Uh, they it was, did. But this time it was like, what the what Yeah, the fuck, it was really what the fuck. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm slightly excited for the new Battlefront, uh, just because it is story-based. I wish they would have shown a little bit more than just the uh, multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have shown more of the conquest mode or the story mode. Uh, with you being a uh, rebellion, uh, and for you guys, this is the Star Wars Battlefront. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Star Wars Battlefront too. Uh, you know, Frost took it over. EA took it over last year. Came out with Battlefront One, which I played a little bit, but I really wasn't down for a yeah. pure online multiplayer experience. It's easy to fall off because I did after a while. Yeah, but um, uh, I, I enjoyed. I, I kind of I'm excited for that game. Uh, that that new anthem. Anthem looks damn good. That and uh, fucking Detroit. Detroit human. Detroit Those does two. look pretty good. That that actually threw me off too. And that's why I was kind of surprised about this year, is because I, I don't know. I felt like E three has just slowly been just a bunch of wishy washy stuff. So I wasn't expecting to see anything, anything new. Yeah, like that because Anthem, uh, they played. How many minutes? Did they get fifteen minutes? Yeah, and it's like a, it's like a mixture. But it's, it's Bioware game, which is good. Those same people made Mass Effect and mm-hmm. Nice Old Republic and a few other games. But picture Titanfall mixed with Iron Man, yeah. mixed with Mass Effect slash a hint of Destiny. Destiny, yeah. And that's what that's, that's what, you, what you got. That's what you got. And I, I there's some people hating like, oh, this doesn't look good. I'm like, this looks damn good. Now, can I reserve myself until the game comes out? Yeah, that's perfectly reasonable. But this game looks, from what they showed the 15 minutes and what they talked about, 
It looks good. And that's what I feel like the entirety of E3 should be. They should present these games. They should all look and feel, even if it's not to your taste, like, damn, they did a good job. But it's been, like you said, wishy-washy mm-hmm. for quite a while. But Anthem was, that was my top pick for a while until some, some other things started popping up. So go right ahead. Let's go and tell yeah, us you about already these, know uh, like, some other uh, things. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Now, I have not, and I've been playing Xenoverse. And Xenoverse is cool. Mm-hmm. The one thing that you want out of a Dragon Ball Z game, and we kind of hit on this this morning earlier off air, was not the same fighters that you get. I'm trying to think if there's anything that was free roaming before Xenoverse. Um, maybe uh, Ten- uh, Tenkaichi. On the ones on the Game Boy was free roaming. Yeah, but that was, yeah, I guess that was really a cool. handheld. But yeah. I mean, like I think Tenkaichi, where you could fly around the map to the location to fight. But this one has cutscenes. Like built into like uh, what would you fast paced moving cutscenes built into the actual fight, so you could power up. And one of the things that caught my eye was Frieza was shooting at Goku at Super Saiyan, and he batted them bitches away like he would in the show. Oh yeah! And I was like, wait a sec, wait wait a second. I had to sit up, and I I, I had left class because <laughs> I was in there uh, in the middle. I think we were close to finishing. I was like, hey, I gotta I gotta take this real quick. And I went out and watched that whole presentation. <laughs> And you had, like, Super Saiyan 2 Gohan fighting Cell and Boo on there. And, I mean, just the mechanics, the the way that you can stream combos together, the the specials that you shoot, it, it almost feels like, and I think I told somebody this, the old style. Oh, yeah. It felt like Ultimate Battle 22, but Reborn. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what it is. It's, uh, and the three-on-three? Fuck. Yeah, three-on-three is, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I'm I'm excited for it just to see another style of fighting game with you know characters I do love. Mm-hmm. But you have your reservations. I can't see you myself ha- paying sixty bucks for that. Yeah, just yet I can't. I can't. I guess like I would drop forty on it. Okay. I, I yeah, would, that's I would, reasonable. I would throw forty at it, <laughs> but I know it's not going to be a forty dollar game. It's no. going to be a sixty dollar game. I can't see this this the story of the Cell Saga. Or I guess Boo Saga. That's as far as it will go, and they'll probably have some downloadable content, of course. Yeah, because I know because Hyper has went to uh, Super Saiyan Blue, so I think if they're going to compete with this, with this, um, I don't PC think comp- game, I don't think they're competing with Hyper. I think they're just because Hyper's uh, Hyper's not. It's growing fast. It's growing, but they're not. They're not making money off of it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think I know because they're, they're just progressively updating it. As yeah, it's just, it's yeah, fan yeah. base too. So I, I think it's just you know that's just what fans do. But I, I think with this game right here, they're, they're re they're trying to pick up on the success of Xenoverse too and redefine one. the genre. Yeah, and then give it more of a simp a simpler, different take uh, on a familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could play this at the arcade, like because that's what I like to see. I like to see this game at wherever, like Flashback Retro Pub. Like, like, oh, we have one new uh, arcade. It's the Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That'd be cool. And then you can still play it on your console, whatever it is. So, but I, I think it's got a really good feel. It, it really did. Cause it's yeah, been, I, I knew you're. I know you're excited for it. I know Leon's excited for it as well. And which I said when I saw it, I was kind of like, oh shit, okay, okay. And then when I was watching a little bit more. I was like, hmm. Am I really gonna drop that many ducats? It's like Marvel vs. Capcom with Dragon Ball Z skin on it. Mm-hmm. Huh. So what what are they keeping that's going to make it different? If nothing at all, is it just like oh this we're just switch, switching out characters? We got yeah. Dragon Ball Z characters. So and like I think now I have been so trained mentally, 
uh, that... To be let down? No, not to be let down, but Dragon Ball Z is a three-dimensional world now. So that to get true. it slapped back into a 2D world, I'm like, okay, I, I'll have to make that adjustment. So I'm not knocking it whatsoever. It looks beautiful. But you're uh, just, I'm like, excited thinking. for it. But yeah, I just want to, you know, uh, you know, think about it. What what other one did you have? Because you, you uh, said Anthem and Call of Duty. And Battlefront. I didn't mention Call of Duty yet, but Call of Duty did looks good because that's uh, take a place in you know World War Two now. Yeah, so we uh, don't have to worry great. about all the future shit. And then the new Battlefront, uh, it's actually using all three. Mm. It's all three. I think so. It's using World War One, World War Two, and I think like Vietnam or some type of modern day. Nice. Uh, okay, I um, like that deal. So I, I was kind of excited about that. Um, what other games did I see that just really, really, really God struck of War. me? Well, yeah, I feel we like God of know. War. Yeah, we already knew about God of War. We already knew that was going to look legit. Uh, we already knew about Mario. I, I guess the that, Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that was a very un, unexpected. It was like Super Mario World meets XCOM. Because they did the uh, Mario Galaxy one and two, and then then you had for uh, Wii U the three D Mario World, and then Mario and Luigi. And then you didn't have anything else. You had Mario Maker. That's what took up the space. Yeah, lately. So Mario Maker did take up the space. Yeah. So now we have another Mario Odyssey, 3D roaming, travel the galaxy universe. Yeah, even- the, actually, yeah, I'm getting Mario Odyssey and the, the other Mario game confused. Mario Odyssey looks super badass, mm-hmm. actually. But we already kind of knew it was going to look super weird. Mario coming to the real yeah. world type shit. Uh, they had that other shooter Mario game that's like a strategic game mm-hmm. with the rabbits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that they were called rabbits? Yeah. Yeah, yeah which was super weird. Like, them dressed up as Luigi and Peach and you go in like, a, like a, a strategic game, which is like XCOM and stuff like that. Uh, Metroid was just, yeah. could, that blew my mind. That was probably the game that blew my mind the over most? this year. Yeah, because, you know, Metroid's been dead for quite some Long time. Long time. Like, nothing happened for the Wii. No. Nothing happened for the, the Wii, Wii U. U. And, and so now for Switch. Yeah, for Switch, which back. is good. I mean, it makes me... Now want to invest in yeah now I've already wanted to invest in Switch but, but I was always kind of worried because I'm like man even though I hear great things about Zelda you know what else is they're going to play exactly I know I'm not going to really really play Mario Kart too much uh, what else is going to keep my attention and now I'm seeing some really really cool games oh and then Assassin's Creed motherfucker how yeah. do you feel about that shit Assassin's like, Creed Origin shit. I was waiting I was, for you and no, Stone no. to be like oh we just blew loads together uh, that will never happen oh, we just blew the loads together. Anyway, Assassin's Creed Origin <laughs> looks phenomenal. I, me and my buddy uh, Jonathan Alexander talked about this. I was like, dude, I'm already saving up money. Yeah. It is. I like the Assassin's Creed franchise. It's because, Egypt, right? Yeah. And the reason I like the franchise is because I get to you. You like any any other game where there is free will, you get to choose the route. And every yeah. time I see Assassin's Creed, it's like, oh, you could kill this person or you could steal from this person. And even with the last one where you had to solve mysteries um, around the town, like who did this? What, I mean, it's just mentally it's stimulating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does get repetitive, but there's always different avenues to where you can do more. Yes, you have to run and chase down something or you have to use a cart or you have to sabotage this, but how am I going to do it this time? And that's kind of like why I get involved in those worlds, especially like Call of Duty as well. Like, it's like, is this plan that they're doing, am I, is this going to be a 100% success rate, or is this going to put me in some shit to where I'm going to have to fight my way out? Now, how do I do it? Do I run yeah, this way? Yeah, because there's nothing yeah. like, like, oh, shit, 
fuck. And there's nothing you can do. You know you're going towards fuck. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing like trying to complete an assassination. Or I feel like the ones that suck the most is when you, you're trying to complete an assassination. You done made your way through the castle or what the mm-hmm. fuck ever. And there's like shit ton of bad guys there. And you've been doing really good. Yeah. And, and then, then you just, fuck up. <laughs> because like, you did not fuck? see that one bad guy that you had overpassed. <laughs> so <laughs> now that you're over here trying to kill this other dude, he's like, hey, what's this motherfucker doing here? And then, oh, hell, fucking breaks oh, loose. You are running. Exactly. You are running. And yes. them motherfuckers ain't dumb no more. Back <laughs> in Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. Where'd he go? They yeah, be going around the yeah, corner. Yeah, you, you, you can literally stand on one dude's head and they'd be like, where'd he go? Fucking Goku nap him. Yeah, it's just second just like, like that. Nah. Hey, hey, Sprinters, get up there. Get, get up there. Yeah. Like, nah, man. Like, get up where? Ah, these motherfuckers jumping over rooftops with me. But when they added a gun, like the pistols, when I had more than one pistol, I said, come on up here. Come on. I'm waiting. Wow. Like, yep, send them. Keep sending two more so I can shoot them. But yeah, Assassin's Creed is just looking phenomenal. I'm ready. Yeah, and another game that I saw that actually got my uh, fancy going is uh, that Need for Speed Payback. Okay, see, yes. that's one I heard about, but I didn't see anything yet. Oh, I'm still man. watching video. Oh, dude, that Need for Speed. And it, it's, it's sad because me and my buddies, we play Need for Speed. I play Need for Speed religiously, even though they've let me down. Shit. Time after time. Man, forever. It makes a bad thing. Now they're in a situation where there's nothing that EA can do to really go back or make relive that experience of uh, underground yeah. and, under, and undercover. There's no way they can go back to that. It's just like a musician. A musician has their pinnacle album. Their highs, yeah. yeah, and you know, no matter how good they do or how much they evolve, they'll probably never ever go back to, you know, Usher never going to go back to Confessions. Exactly. You know, that's just what yeah, it is. Yeah, He's yeah. never going to hit Confessions again. No, he, he can ain't. keep going. He'll have his hits. He ain't going to have Confessions. Let it burn up. Man. Like, no, nah, that's not the original. And I feel like that's what I do to EA because I always compare their games to the old, you know, nostalgic games. But Payback, even the last game was actually legit. I played mm-hmm. quite a few hours in it. It was just wasn't the story mode was kind of weird and the voice thing that they did with your imaginary crew was just too yeah. much. They kept calling you. Anyways, Payback, I haven't seen a lot, lot from it, but it is a story-based driven game. Okay. You know, me and, my, me and Brandon was trying to figure out what's the co-op like, but the customization in that game is it's stupid. Dumb. Dumb. And that's always been my thing that I loved about Underground and also uh, Undercover is the customization. And me and Brandon was talking about this just yesterday. We was texting back and forth, and we're gonna be spending like two hours just customizing our damn car. Like it was, it's that in depth. It's that. But in then depth. One, after you do that, you're like, okay, okay, we got to put this to the test. Oh yeah, after that you gotta go stunt. See, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta go stunt. You know, stunt, stunt is a hobby for a reason. The other one that I saw that uh, fucking blew my mind up was Spider Man. Oh, yeah, baby. Spider-Man is, he is live, baby. He is he That is was live. the best Spider-Man game. I mean, and I say, whenever you get one that's free moving like that and you can use your web, but having this, I don't know, it just feels like it gives you a spider sense. Like, there's something more coming with this game. It's not just going to be uh, Peter Parker having to... Uh, was it run pizzas to people to get points or yeah. you have to set up the camera like little side missions it feels like the story is immersed into the world of Spider-Man so I, I found out that if you knock something like the, the clip that they showed was Spider-Man basically helping Kingpin's men mm-hmm. because there's another villain and he crane starts to fall in the city so he laces it up on the, on the other buildings that are close but the 
helicopter has a piece of that crane and it's knocking down pieces of buildings. So this is where they play into the morality of Peter Parker. If a piece is falling, you can, you have a choice to either stop it to save the people below or to continue to chase after that bad guy. And whatever you do has consequences. If you save the people, yeah, you're a better hero, but it gets you further and further away. So that means more damage throughout the city or they get away and you have to wait to try to, you know, it might mess up that mission or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you move to this other linear part of the story because you didn't chase them or you keep chasing them and then people die. And now J Jonah Jameson brandishes you a a menace throughout the city. So there's different components to this one. And I'm, I'm just fucking ready, man. Yeah. Yeah. It looked Um, damn good. I know another thing that just took me by, uh, that was really, really cool. And I'm already an Xbox owner. Is that new Xbox? The Xbox was uh, X, X or yeah. S? There's too it's many X. fucking yeah, Xbox yeah, One really X. Is, but it's Xbox One X. And at first, when I heard about it, I was just—I didn't watch the conference. I actually just heard about it at first, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I don't need. And I was like, Scorpio. "Is this like that? This you know, the Scorpio?" I was like, "What's mm-hmm. so?" I thought that was the S, basically, or is this just a modified, you know, more enhanced version of it? Then when I watched the the actual conference over it. <laughs> it changed your mind. It did change my mind. Like, I want one now, mainly because you can play any fucking game that yes. Xbox has came out with Yes, on this bitch. And you don't have to worry about the compatibility or blah, blah, blah. Boom, all in one. And they do what they need to fix. all of your accessories, controllers, guitars, what the fuck ever. I doubt a connect from the first one. I doubt that would be... <laughs> Uh, they didn't mention it, but I doubt it. I don't know why would you, uh, because the connect you got now can probably work just fine, yeah. but can be used on With this new Xbox. Yeah. Yes, in the processor, the fucking video cards I got in there, that is competing with. Not now. I'm not trying to offend anybody for the master race from the PC world, but <laughs> that that's a that Xbox uh, Xbox One has some pretty beasty components in it that can easily rival with a computer yeah. now granted you can drop you know two g's or five g's whatever on the computer that's out this world go go fuck yourself then but this, <laughs> i ain't gonna lie like it made me want to you know you know maybe even possibly just bring my xbox one up here for the studio for studio purposes yeah and then just get the xbox x for the house or we already talked about like jessica didn't see all but two minutes she said how much is this yeah i said it doesn't fucking matter i think it's 500 it doesn't fucking matter. The same thing I told her. We're gonna get one. Yeah, <laughs> because and it's smaller too. Yeah, um, which is easier for me because when they came out with this one, I was like, okay, uh, you know, it's a size deal. I mean, you're used to that with Xbox. It's, as long as it's not the first generation Xbox, I think we're good. But having it smaller means that if I'm going to recede my wall in, I can just slide it in there. If I'm going to put shelves, it's not going to take up too much space, and it makes it easier for the Bebop to get customized the way that I like mm. it. So. It is. It is nice. That was a highlight that I was. I was really, really enjoying. But also, uh, fucking um, days gone on that. that is that motorcycle. the one with the uh, aliens? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we first saw it last year, and we only saw that one. I right, oh, go ahead. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, that was all, a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah it was a motorcycle and with uh, yeah, last, yeah, last year. Uh, no, it's not Daryl though. I mean, that's the guy that plays with Norman Reedus. That one? Or am no, I getting mixed you're, up? You're, you're, okay, you're okay. So Dave Gone, Days Gone is the other one with the motorcycle where he's driving through and he choked the guy up on the tree and shit like that with the... Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he... Uh, I thought he was fighting like normal people, like other bikers. Like it was like a Walking Dead type situation. Like 
There's people there. Everything's run down. He's beating these two up. And then he yeah, got back and on his then, bike. Yeah, so we're talking the about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking okay, about the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. so like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on, motherfucker. Yeah, but so last year we saw the first uh, – quick run through of it he was like you say he was fighting some motherfuckers and then like the zombie like one dude did something retarded that caused a lot of noise and like all these like it's almost more like war war z zombies mm. type shit yeah like, they just came flooding and it ended with him on top of some type of crane trying to shoot the motherfucker um but uh that that game i'm i'm excited to see what it does because it the the tone reminds me of the last of us and that was a good game so I'm thinking, like, you know what? This will be pretty good as well because being able – and I mean, it's not anything new. Whether it's zombies, whether it's any kind of post-apocalyptic deal, you have vehicles you can ride in. But the way that – I mean, it just feels like it's an actual survival game. Like, the tactics that you use, he fucking – I think it was a rope. or He just laced it around his neck and choked him out. Yeah. Most games you have to punch somebody out or it goes into a cut scene. True. That's actually you doing it. Plus, you have your guns. You have knives. So I, I liked it. It was True. very – Close up and personal. I think with me, I think I'm slightly zombied out. And not that I played a lot, lot, but... I but was, it was enough. I, I was playing on the PC. I played a little bit of DayZ. I played a little bit of H1Z1, which is okay, coming out yeah. for the console as well. Ooh, and, um, okay. I, you know, and then they're hardcore survival games. Like, they, you have to find water. You have to cook water before you can drink it. You have to find clothing. You have to find food. You have to craft your shit in order to survive. And you got zombies chasing at you like, you know, nobody's business. But and I think I'm kind of zombied out a little bit, but it, it looks like a good game. Yeah. And not, I'm not knocking it whatsoever. So looking, look, looking forward like to that It's just like it's going to well. take you a little bit to get back on that train. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, when it comes out, I might be ready to go. Um, the Final Fantasy, what's the name is coming out? Um, fuck it, what's the name? I can never pronounce it. Start with a D. Uh, Johnstone, I know you're listening. If you can just chime in. Why can't we call on someone other than Johnstone? Because I know... That he knows. Yeah, I know he knows. And I don't know about all the other fans of the show. But it's basically Final Fantasy uh, characters versus each other. It came out for PlayStation 1, I think, for the first time. And then it came out again on the PSP, I believe. It did come out for PSP. It started like D-I-S-A something, 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 something. Disdia. Sure. D-I-S-S-I-D-I-A. Disdia. That might be it. Yeah, that's sure. it. But um, I'm excited for that. Uh, that's always a Final Fantasy game. When it came back out for PSP, I actually bought it. I was a little disappointed because it was on the PSP. Um, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It got okay. all your favorite Final Fantasy characters in there. And I love it that they're using the uh, Kingdom Hearts version of Sephiroth in there. Uh, I think he looks so legit. So uh, I could definitely smell the beef stew that's going to be erupting uh, from that game. What do you think about Kingdom Hearts three? I'm I, I respect Kingdom Hearts. I've never really just I've never beaten one. Whoa! Yeah, I, I, didn't I, know I, that. Always, I always play them, and then I I end up just getting distracted, which mm-hmm. I do on most games. So, yeah. uh, so I don't I don't I hate saying that because it's such a mm, game, but yeah, you just like hey. I'm ready for it to come out. I'm yeah, going to play it. I'm yeah. excited for it. I think it, it looks great. Yeah, it got pushed back. And then he gave like some type of sobby speech about it. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of how I was feeling. I was like, I, I didn't even expect Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Don't do that with your eyes. But I didn't expect Kingdom Hearts 3 to be like, yeah, we're, yeah, this is this what's happening. It's next year. Yeah. So uh, watch this trailer. And um, shut the fuck up. We're also going to throw Final Fantasy 7 in there something, something next year, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, get ready.
But it, some of the, some of the stuff at E3, I heard from good sources. I say good sources, reliable sources. I need to do this. I want to give a shout out to all my reliable sources. <laughs> yes, Sarah the Rebel, Ify Wadaway that went to E3. Sarah did not get to play one damn game at E3. Yeah, I was the like, pictures, dude, the lines look crazy. Like honestly, yeah. like I always say, I want to go to E3, but <laughs> we, what what we have to do is I will probably just go. For one, like, of a couple hours, and then just go out and get fucked up. <laughs> we have to get our press deal. Because, you know, podcasts are technically press. So That's now true. we can we can apply for that and then do that for anything. Because I, I, I walked past the press room at Akon. I said, next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year, I'm getting the front scoops on all this shit. And then I think that'd be cool to go to E3 and do uh, whatever. Yeah, no, I think recording or whatever. Is. But, yeah. E three was it was doing really well and uh Sarah and Ify got to go out and didn't uh, Ify said he oh uh Crackdown three. Oh yeah, I forgot that about was that. I was gonna fucking, bring that up. I am man, so excited am, about Crackdown three, dude. I used to be a crack whore on Crackdown see, one and two. two. I think, I'm trying to think who I used to play with. I can't remember because I think I know Brandon Brandon Roberts was playing with me. And either Brandon Tony Roberts. or Josh was playing with him. I can't remember. But Joshua yeah, that who? game. I think Joshua Roberts was best Joshua back, back when he was. Oh, yeah, this is back, back in the day. It's back in yeah, the day. Yeah, when he was the real Josh. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Crackdown 3. I talked to Ify about that, and I was like, fuck, dude. He's like, that's that's those are my top three. And he threw the DBZ fighter in there as well. But there yeah, was no, some. That, that looked gorgeous. There are no words to describe the look of these games. Now, certain games that have come out through E3 have that feel. But I wish I want to go back to those days where I sit in front of the TV for E3 and wouldn't move for the oh, whole yeah, yeah. the whole deal. But I think because we're older now, <laughs> I, and I, you kind of know what to expect. I think so, and I think I I wouldn't even blame our age. I think it's more just you know we're we're, we're pretty busy. That is true. Because uh, yeah. even I normally watch E3, and uh, Chris had to remind me that it was actually even going on. Actually, I knew it was going on because I remember seeing uh, it started Sunday, which was like a day early, and. Um, I remember seeing like, oh shit, E3, and then I think Monday came around. I came up to work for a little bit, and that's when Chris reminded me. He's like, "Man, you seen this? You seen this? You seen this?" Like, oh shit! I was no. like, "Nah, dude, I completely forgot." I have uh, not done it, but, but I'll check this out. You know what I, I? What I am hoping for for E3 next year is the ability to like on Twitter have like Elijah Bailey and put the at E3 <laughs> next to it. It's not even uh, like a, I could do I it this yeah, year, yeah, you could. but I'd be perpetrating. Cause people are like, Hey, where's the picture from E3? I'm like, uh, I'm at work today. <laughs> uh, I didn't get any pictures while I was gone, but I don't know to have something that is that culturally stimulating. And we have certain deals are like that. Cause Com- San Diego comic-con is coming up, uh, the 23rd of July mm-hmm. and in that- New York. It's coming up after that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in August, I do believe. But, I mean, you have these cons, you have these conventions. Uh, and basically, we talked about this before, trade shows, where you have different tech and, and games and ideas. But it's this big community where you get to get together, but get to see and put your hands on things that normally as a consumer, you don't get until they allow you to, until they tell yep. you to. So being at the convention, you get to touch it first. You get to see it first. And I did hear... Uh, a couple weeks ago, about a Naruto Boruto game coming out. That's when the Hari came out. They're already in the works for it, dude. And it is is not the one that we talked about where they're jumping. You know where they're jumping back and forth through the mountains. It's like Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Storm, like Boruto um, Generations or something like that. So I'm like, eh, 
There's another one coming out, but I heard that they're Maybe because I'm not it. following Boruto's story. Yeah, it's not I, appealing. It's not. The com- the, uh, the manga is really good, and getting to the point where Boruto is a badass, that's the point where you want to be. like all be. this happened like way too soon. Again, ja- Japan's got no. Dragon Ball Z and Naruto as their cash cows. But, and the one same piece. Time, but at the same time, they're rushing Boruto's story. You think so? Fuck. I think so. How yeah. Long, it was, they are it rushing took, his story compared to how long Naruto was out and how long it took Naruto to grow up. But then are they trying, are they not doing the same deal like Naruto, like Goku, like Gohan was able to be at this level and Goten was at Super Saiyan at five and Boruto's got both Hinata and Naruto's power after Naruto fought the Great War. Because it took, what, a year and a half, two years before the anime and stuff to start going? What? Boruto? Yeah. Because there was nothing. Naruto finished at 700, and there was nothing for a while. For like two months, dude. No, it no. was longer than that. It was like, okay, I guess if you're looking at the because sub. Because Boruto just if started. If you look at the sub, yeah, it was that long. But from dub to, from the, nah. no, I mean, from, from dub, dub just ended. Like, they, it just ended. Yeah, they're way behind that. They're, they're way yeah, behind, but still, sub. dude, like, it, it, it was even less than six months. See, Any anime out the there, dub. if one season stops... I guarantee you, outside for Attack on Titan, that'll take three years. Even <laughs> One Piece, or not One Piece, One Punch Man. It, it, they take time to start the next season. Yeah, but that's, I mean, I think it they depends take, on. Like, they took, like, maybe three months off, and then they started forcing Boruto. It was, it was at least a year because they have so much filler and back stuff. So they that time, it minimized the actual time that was off, like, for the American fan base because people went from dub straight to sub whenever Boruto started coming on. Because Boruto hasn't been dubbed yet, has it? I think uh, it's no, like not yet. Yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why, but it took it took about a year off, no, before doing anything. I'm oh, gonna yeah. look that up. Yeah, look it up because there was no there was no manga because I was sitting there like at that time I didn't have anything. So when Naruto stopped, but then they start releasing kinda, all those movies to give you like they kept you going. They, they kept had, you what, going. Two movies, at least two. But that's think about it, dude. Mm. Like that is a lot of content that you're getting from when a whole anime that's been going on for ten years just true. ended. Naruto just ended. But and we've what? been knowing about everything in Naruto. And then all of a so, sudden they drop a movie about Naruto's son who we we, we, were, pushing, we were putting pieces together. And they dropped the manga yeah. on it too at that time. That, that you're little one about. shot. Yeah, the little one shot when Sasuke's out in the woods and whatnot. Yeah. And so you're, you're, you're getting this. Okay, you're like, okay, apparently they're still going. And then all of a sudden, fast forward, boom. Here, here's here's Barto. Here's Okay, so do burrito. you think... Do here's you burrito. Think... Here's burrito. <laughs> Eat the burrito. Eat the burrito. Oh, he's grown up. Hey, look, that's, that's Ochimaru's burrito. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's just, do, you it's think just it, do you think this uh, anime and manga isn't as popular as Dragon Ball Z, so they're having to push it to keep it in circulation? No. What they're, they're, they're forcing it. That's the issue with it. They are forcing this anime onto you. I mean, they could have easily let Naruto have his little... At his high, had his break. He's at the high. And then allow the dub to finish off, let it have its high, start working on the actual story of Barto instead of like forcing it down your throat. Do you, and think, like, so? Do you think they could get back in the market though with My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan? Of course and they the can because it's, it's Naruto. That's what you think though. No, I said what I know. All those other animes are nowhere near financially profitable as Naruto is. It's not. Mm. Naruto got too many games. It got too many products that out there. True. It got way too much fan base compared yeah. to almost any anime right now. Yeah, that's true. Maybe 
Super, Dragon Ball is actually catching up to Naruto right now. Well, that's because they were off for exactly. years. Exactly, they were though. off for years so, yeah. and years. But, but, because you know but, but they're, yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. catching up right now. Naruto mm-hmm. is the cash cow of anime right now. Mm-hmm. But what it is that they're so freaked out they may lose this cash cow, which they're not because you got Naruto fans out there. You got people who grew up on it, mm-hmm. and with them ha- introducing Boruto, Boruto's helping the new fan base to start Circulate watching. Back to start into, circulating yeah. back in. But instead of doing what Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball did, which was, you know, release it, then wait, and then release it, the next part and wait, they're just trying to force it down your throat. And if it's working for them, great. But mm-hmm. for me as a fan... It's turning you off because you want I, more time. I give no fucks about Boruto's mm-hmm. story. Yeah, seriously. Like, I don't. I really don't plan on playing on any other Naruto game. Ooh. Yeah, man. Yeah, if y'all pick it up and y'all bring it, I'll jump on it. But I'm, 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 I'm done, dude. Until something crazy happens, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Naruto as a completely new anime now. Like it has to, something has to happen to make me want to rewatch it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I think they're just gonna go through. Because I'm already seeing stuff about they're repeating the story. With, with, they're repeating the story with, with the new with, generation. Yeah, with the new generation. But I mean, you the exact same. But you already, same you already story. knew it was like the same thing because Madara. It's because they rushed it. They could have. The they could have took some time. Each and generation came, piece the next one. They could have sat down and figured out a different style of story. Mm-hmm. Because now we have a kid who has a dad. We have two kids that actually do have dads in the line. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to go with the same, oh, well, he's still like Naruto because his dad is busy. They didn't have mm. to do that story. They could have they gave him the privilege pass. Mm, for, for his son? Yeah, they could have. Why not? But what what was his deal be? That he's a privileged kid, so everybody thinks he's just privileged. I know, but what would he have? So that's why think... he's neglected. That's why he's outcast from everybody because no one wants to okay. fuck with him because he's, oh, he's Naruto's son. But instead, they made him work. Oh, he's a loner just like Naruto. He's no good just like Naruto. He's going to rebel. He's going to rebel just like Naruto. But he has a dad, but he's still like Naruto. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. so much. It's Sorry, yeah. dude. I, no, I, no, no, no. Because honestly, I lost I lost my taste. And I, I, people going to think I'm just being salty on it. <laughs> but I lost my taste when they when Nagata, whatever her fuck name was, came out of nowhere. Oh, uh, you mean uh, fucking the mom? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that wife, absorbed Madara, or the or the, uh, the mother. Yeah, when she absorbed Kaguya. Um, Kaguya, yeah. that was the name. Yeah, when that happened, I was kind of like, that was All like right, I was yeah, like, okay, I, I they're see. just ready to finish the series at that point. They could have finished the series with just Sasuke and, and Sasuke and Naruto having an epic battle battle with Madara, killing him off, fighting yeah. each other, done. Mm, no, that is true because I didn't understand why she had to come back. Oh well, this has been a battle since my son started, and I'm the one that started the Ninja World, or blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like rest... I said, I really think someone quit, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, yeah I, I know a lot. I feel like the story of Naruto was so on point, and for it to take such a wild turn at the end for the someone last... said, "Fuck this shit," left, or either they's like, "Well, we already said we're doing 700 chapters. It has to be 700 chapters." True. And, that does uh, happen. Yeah. But, yeah, we got off track off of E3, but... Man, that's all right. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's... Uh, did you have anything else? Any other games for E3 that I'm you I'm pretty saw? sure we're probably going to bring up some more topics. Um, but those are the... Those are, the, I feel like, the highlight games. We might come yeah. back later and come up and come across the uh, the honorable mentions on the next mm-hmm. episode or something like that. But, no, like, I'm I'm, I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for Red Dead Redemption to come Dead. out. <sighs> uh, Ever I'm, since I'm ex- Red Dead Revolver, I've been on Westerns. Yeah. I'm excited for, um, like I said, I'm excited to jump back into the Nintendo world, mm-hmm. uh, which I knew I would because it's Nintendo. 
Mm-hmm. And from what people be showing me about the Switch and everyone I get to play the Switch, it's it's, it's fun. Uh, even just playing Zelda, but I wanted some more, so they're giving it to me. Yeah. Thank you, E3 2017. Thank you, Akon 2017. Thank you, Richard Taplin, for crushing Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to have another deal where uh, you, me, and some other anime guys get together, and then we uh, talk about no, some of bring, our least bring, favorite bring shows. in here on that. Man, that'll be a long one, but we can. Bring Josh in here. Josh mm-hmm. Try to find him real quick. Man, he oh, he lost he, his crown, but we can, if maybe, he comes. We can, we can try to find him. Because <laughs> I want to sit down and talk about some of our least favorite anime and how we would fix him. Because making Naruto privilege, I think, would work instead of swapping him and Sadara to be Sasuke and Naruto. Uh, but there's a lot of other ploys, a lot of other things that they could do, and a lot of other avenues uh, one last thing about, well, you've seen what the village looks like now, right? How they're using cell phones and shit like that. Like how the fuck they go that far in fucking future, dude. Like they tried to mix, uh, what was it? Ninjutsu and then modern appliances, like halfway through See, before anything, the war. If anything, if they really wanted to go that modern route, all of a sudden they should have just like, way, when Naruto's old or already dead. Yeah. Way, way, like Naruto's way past old, uh, Barto is let's say Barto became Hakoge and he's outside of Hakoge. There's a new Hakoge, and Barto is trying to instruct everybody on life in general or whatever. Yeah. And they're in the future. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Instead, all of a sudden, we're I always assume they're in feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, call yeah. me a dumbass, but I always thought they were in feudal Japan. Like, outside for like the fences looking kind of sophisticated. Yeah. Everything else looked like old ass medieval shit. Yeah, I didn't see not a one motherfucker even ride a damn horse anywhere. <laughs> they all walk in the villages and shit like yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Do they have cars now? Since they, they have them big ass buildings. Yeah, it's, it's... All right, we're we're off the Naruto train. Do you? Uh, what we'll do is because we're running out of time, we will record our episode on Dragon Ball Super and put that on Patreon because we have two episodes to cover: ninety four and ninety five. And both of them motherfuckers were crazy when uh, Freeze and Goku hitting each other. Motherfucker. Is there anything else you want to say? Because you look like you got something waiting on your mind. I'm over it, dude. <laughs> In the ninja world, Richard lives. <laughs> driving his fucking Bentley around fucking with a cell phone made of ninja magic. But I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Rich Tepper. Thank you guys for joining us again for another exciting episode of The Elijah Bailey Show. Make sure to go to Black and Studios on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And this webpage is finally back up. Uh, it's still being worked on and changed, but you can also go to blackandstudios.com uh, to check out all the episodes there. Yes, and anything and everything that you want to find about The Elijah Bailey Show, go to our official Facebook page at Elijah Bailey Show. Also, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S-H-O without the W. All one word comprised together to make one long Elijah Bailey. Then you can also send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. Now, if that's too long or too tedious for you, fuck that. Collect $200, go directly to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And in those reviews... Tell us what you like about the show, what you want, comments, any topics you want us to hit on. And thank you for everybody. We've got a huge influx of people going and rating the show. Thank you, guys. Those ratings help make it easier for others to find the podcast on iTunes. And a lot of people are asking. It's not just you. Thank you, guys, for blowing this deal up, making it global. We have 
two, three, I think two or three new countries. Uh, last time, last episode, Somalia joined the mix. We have some other countries in, in South America and Africa that are listening to the show. So thank you guys. And then I have to give a shout out to the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd Group, OKC Podcast Community, Black Nerd Squad, Podcasting Smarter, Black Nerd Problems, my Fancy Sports Talk, where you can read articles that I write. The next one that's coming out is Lex Luthor versus Tony Stark. And thank you to our sponsors, Ripped Apparel and Black and Studios. I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Richard Taplin. And I will catch your ass in the next podcast. It's Elijah 5000 back at the end of the show with everything that you need to know. Podcast and cosplay of the week, followed by anime and manga of the month. So let's start this thing off right. You heard it at the beginning of the show. Cosplayers. Yeah, that's right. You heard it. Cosplayers of the week are all the amazing cosplayers I met at Akon. Thank you guys for letting me take a picture, talk with you guys, and just being very sincere and very sweet, making my first Akon experience amazing. Podcast of the week is unranked. Join hosts Christian Humes, Alex Marinello, Dan Wayne, and Tom Caswell as they discuss games and the culture surrounding them. This is the show dedicated to endless nights of online matches and countless rounds of split-screen classics. Play along in a variety of podcast games. Listen as they attempt to thread a narrative between titles like Sonic the Hedgehog and The Sims in GameLink. Try and guess the true game description after being given a title in Game or No Game. Attempt to pick the video game review scores from classic and obscure titles. There are a few of there are a few of the fun games you can expect and many more from the unranked podcast. Anime of the month is Gate. Now something special. If you go and listen to episode 26 of a little bit of anime, me and Monica Robinson actually review the entire season of Gate, but I don't want you to just listen to the review. Watch and listen along. Go to iTunes hit that subscribe button on a little bit of anime and listen to our show manga of the month is haikyuu if you love volleyball and you love anime boys then this is the show for you if you don't love anime boys this is still an exciting sports anime to watch make sure to click the links in the description i'm elijah 5000 thank you guys and i will catch your ass in the next podcast